0: Hello, I'm Scott DuPont with another episode of Finance Your Movie, sharing tips and strategies to help you fund your independent feature, documentary, short film, or web series. Our mission is to empower you to get your money to tell your story. Episode 345 an important strategy when asking potential investors for the money. I talked a little bit about this before, but as my friend Tony Robbins and one of my coaches says, repetition is the mother of skill. So here's the point today to sum it up in one sentence. You don't want to lead with the lowest share price, meaning your minimum investment. So once you structure what your budget is, I don't care whether your your minimum share is thousand dollars, five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand. But let's just say for for this example that your minimum share is five thousand. Okay, So you're not doing a huge multi-million dollar film. You're probably doing a film, a couple hundred thousand maybe. that's what it costs to be some type of investor in your documentary, in your film, in your series, whatever it is. What you want to do when you're following up, and this is usually the second or third conversation that you've had with that potential investor. So I'm assuming you've reached out to them, they agreed to look at your business plan or your pitch deck. Okay. You might have even had a follow-up saying, hey, did you get to look at the business plan? And they said, yeah, it looks kind of good or whatever. So this is maybe the second or the third time. Okay. They have some interest. They've read the plan. You follow up either in person, on the phone, Zoom, and you say something like this. Hey, since you, uh, you read the business plan, you seem excited about the project, would you like to be an associate producer? and that meaning if you had a table in your business plan outlining your structure that might be a 25,000 uh price point to be to have the privilege and have the right have that recognition to be an associate producer let's just say it costs 25k okay or you could say this is your follow up a little bit different so um I see you've read the business plan. You seem interested in it. Are you ready to come in for a few shares? Meaning two or three shares, which would be $10,000 to $15,000. Here's the important point. You always want to say this on your first, uh, I, don't, I don't even like to use the word close, but you're basically asking if they want to be part of the project. You don't want to... Say, hey, do you want to get a share? Do you have $5,000? Because by throwing out the associate producer carrot or just throwing out the idea, say, hey, do you want to come in? Are you finally ready to invest for a few shares? Some of them will actually come in for $25,000. Some might come in for $10,000 for two shares. Some might come in for 3000 15000 Most won't. But that's okay? Okay? cuz what i'm the whole point here is if you don't ask if you start at the lowest possible entry level meaning 5k okay you have nowhere to go and you're going to leave a few maybe not many but you promise i promise you you will leave a few potential investors on the table that could have that had the resources maybe they were even thinking about it they could have come in for 10,000 or 25,000 or 50,000. But if you lead with the 5k, you're not going to get anything more than the minimum. Now, if you're talking if they fall back to the single share in this example for 5k and you get an objection on that or you sense some hemming and hawing like hey, uh, yeah, you know, my wife and I we did have a little bit of interest but uh, this is a really tight uh, month for us because we just refinanced the home and we had some out-of-pocket costs with that or whatever their excuse is or whatever's going on in their life and, and I'm sure it's valid, but you sense there's just something that's not really comfortable with them to stretch to 5k. Okay, So just use your judgment and when I get something like that, what I'll say is like, hey, if the 5k right now is a little bit tight on your cash flow or your budget, um, what we can do, no problem, I want to work with you. I really, really want you to be part of this movie because you had some interest in it. What we can do is we can split that up $2,500 uh, today with your investor agreement and we can push back the other $2,500 to 30 to 45 days. And the reason for that, and I talked to my director about this, is we don't, Always need all of the money up front, okay? Because this is going to be a three to four week shoot. We, uh, we have a lot of money we're, gonna, we're not going to be spending until we get deep into post production and some of the sound mixing, things like that. So if this helps you out, uh, you know, we can get you on board. Like I said, $2,500 to split the payment, and we can push you back as far as 45 days, 30 to 45 days for the other 2500 Does that work for you? Okay? So that's another great strategy. But remember, the overall theme here is it's never your job to prejudge who's going to come in at the minimum. Of course, a lot of people might not come in at all, and you can't prejudge that. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, But don't sell yourself short and don't assume for any reason, it's like, hey, I I don't want to kind of push this guy to come in for two shares. I wouldn't want to assume he'd want to be an associate producer. Don't get into that mentality at all. Let them tell you what they're comfortable with. And if they're not comfortable at all, say, hey, uh, in fact, um, I mentioned this in one of the other podcasts, I think it was last season, one of my best friends. I mean, I like literally one of my best friends, and I've seen him write five, ten $10,000 checks for a lot of different things uh, around his house. Um, he's not a multi-multi-millionaire by any stretch of the means, but um, I feel kind of figured and hoped that he would come in for at least five I think my minimum was five or 10k on that project I was talking to him about but he said he couldn't because he had his third kid going into college I'm like oh my god I understand you brother I feel your pain three kids in college at the same exact time so I get it you know, not everyone, timing's not right for everyone. You can't do anything about that. But don't prejudge who's gonna come in and what level they're gonna come in. And this is not about being dishonest or being sleazy, trying to bait and switch. This is simply the way all sales transactions work by comparing other options that are much more expensive to your 5K, which is the minimum look more attractive. So by you comparing, hey, you want to do an associate producer, It's only 25k or do you want to come in for a couple of shares, you know to 10,000, 15,000? By you bringing up that comparison, it simply makes the single share, the 5k, look much, much more attractive. Um, and if you don't believe me that all sales are done this way, Think about the last time you've gone to a car showroom. Maybe you haven't been in a while, but if you did go to a car show, uh, 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 showroom okay, and you see a Honda Accord or Toyota Camry in the showroom, they don't put their cheapest car on the sales floor. In fact, a lot of people might get sticker price, sticker shock. Because when they add in like, you know, power sunroof or uh, self-driving technologies or special wheels or leather interior, okay, the salespeople on the floor, they know that price might be an objection, okay? So they walk up, say, hey, uh, you know, my name's Scott. I'm not a sales car. I'm not a salesman of cars, by the way, but let's just say I was. I would walk up, I'm just kinda kind of reenact what a car salesman would do. It's like, hey, my name's Scott. Uh, if I can answer any questions, let me know. Um, did you like this Honda Accord? And and a logical response might be from, yeah, we do like this, but this is a little bit pricier than we thought. Well, what's great about having the highest price cars or higher price cars on the show floor is it gives all the salespeople Room to say, oh, you know, by the way, we put this on the showroom floor because it has all the options that people like might want to consider. But we've got a lot of cars in the lot that are much, much less expensive. That don't have, you know, that are five to ten thousand dollars less, actually. Okay, so that's an example of how it works on cars. Now, if you've ever been to Walmart, Target, Best Buy, any of those uh, stores, I was in one. Actually, is at Walmart a couple of days ago? and i'm just always observing how people sell things how they price things and how they put things on sale so in this case i was walking through all the plasma the flat screen tv sections and i just zeroed in in the 55 inch tvs which is a pretty common um you know range of a size tv a lot of them were 500 to a thousand dollars and then i came across one that was right in between two of the more expensive ones for 393 Big size, it's on sale. LG, it's a decent brand. So right there, that's a great example. They probably sell a ton of LG um, uh, uh, TVs at that price and that's probably why they put the big on sale sticker to compare it to a much, much higher price. So uh, just a reminder, do this with any minimum share price you have, whether it's 1000 thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand, 10000 20000 whatever your minimum share is, don't lead with that. Say, hey, uh, are you interested in being some sort, sort of producer? Are there any other perks you like to be uh, involved with this movie? Uh, can I count you in for a few shares? And if they fall back to a single share, at least you have an investor, trust me. I've been doing this for over 15 years, this strategy, and it works. Tune in next week. or for more info, visit financeyourmovie.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you have a story to tell the world, never give up on your dream. Copyright Nemours Marketing.